Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard, talking about the season that we're in. Many are thinking, well, all there is is just a fundamentalist view that you repent, say the sinner's prayer, or ask Jesus to come into your heart, believe that he is the Son of God. Some even declare that he's the second person of Godhead. Not really having the revelation of Jesus as the Christ, which is every office of the Spirit, but that's all there is to salvation. And then you have a second class, which believes that there's a three-step, and that is not only repentance, but also baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, born of the water, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit, are three steps of salvation. But when we talk about true salvation, we see that Paul states in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, that after the strong delusion that God sends because they had pleasure in unrighteousness and not in the truth, that God himself sent the strong delusion they believe a lie, believe a lie and all be damned. Who had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now grace reigns through righteousness. Then Paul tells us how we're saved. He mentions salvation and states that he believes better things of the church at Thessalonica through your salvation by sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Now, belief of the truth is a proceeding progressive word. It's not just one verse, Charlie. It's a progressive truth. And that is a proceeding word. So we go from uh, that uh, fundamentalist, that is, uh, that Jesus died, was buried, and resurrected. After his death, burial, and resurrection, then Peter, giving the keys of the kingdom, was the officiator on the day of Pentecost, stating, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. That you have your sins washed away or expiated, the propitiation of our sins by water baptism, which is the spiritual circumcision of the heart in the spirit, saying that you are now a Jew, a spiritual Jew. That is one inwardly, circumcision of the heart in the spirit by water baptism, born of the water, and then receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the spirit. But it's more than that. We're saying that there is, uh, from the Pentecostal season, which we entered into in Acts, the second chapter, second day. Then we go into the third day. And it's in the third day that God will raise us up and we will live in his sight. We see that in Hosea 6, verse 1 through 4. Now, if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. He will come to us as the rain. Now, the coming, the parousia, there is a former rain that happened in the book of Acts, in the receiving of the Holy Ghost. Then there's a latter rain. That's the last great rain of his strength. That's the coming of the Lord, Jesus, in the latter rain. Zechariah 10.1, ask you of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain, so the Lord will make bright clouds, send forth showers, everyone grass in the field. But Amos 7 tells us that's this latter growth of the kingdom of God 
is after the king's mowings. Why would he mow it? Because when he's shifting gears, going into a new season, the devil will think to change times and seasons. But the Lord, this is in his power, and that that is determined will be done. We are in that third day. We're in that season now of tabernacles, the time of the latter rain. Now, there have been latter rain movements before that came and went. Nothing happened. And the Lord still, this gospel of the kingdom, being preached to all the world for witness in all nations, has not been completed as yet. We have to come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man, Jesus ahead, and we the body of the Christ, in order to fulfill this last day gospel of Jesus, literally being preached to all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then the end will come, as certainly as God has stated it in his word. We are in that season now. Now, who are the ones that will be sealed, and when are they sealed? In the apocalyptic sealing of Revelation 7. It's certainly not national Israel. It's the church of the living God, the servants of our Lord Jesus Christ. We find that in Revelation 1, verse 1. It is applicable to us, the body of Christ. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass sent and signified it by his angel unto John. John the revelator then was to show that in the spirit of Elijah to the church of the living God in these last days. And Jesus stated, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If any man will hear my voice, now the sheep know his voice and the stranger they will not follow, but it requires obedience. He said, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open the door, then I'll come and sit with him and eat with me. But we have to receive that last day, the latter reign of the Holy Ghost in the voice of Jesus. It's a ministry voice of Jesus, which is the Feast of Trumpets. The Feast of Trumpets then is the first uh, feast in that last season of tabernacles. There are three seasons of God. Each one of these seasons uh, in the types and in the shadows, there and three times a year that all the men were to assemble themselves at the place where God had placed his name. That's at the season of Passover, the season of that Pentecost or the Feast of Weeks. And then the last season, Tabernacles. There was three feasts in that first uh, season of Passover. It was a feast of Passover, feast of unleavened bread, and the feast of first fruits, which the antitype, Jesus Christ himself, fulfilled all in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four Gospels uh, there of Jesus Christ, reflecting his death, burial, and resurrection. Obviously, the next season would be that fourth feast of the Lord, which is the Feast of Weeks, or Pentecost. You number seven weeks, or seven sevens, 
which is 49 days, and on the morrow, which would be 50, Pentecost, 50 days after first fruits, then we'd have the Feast of Weeks. That's the Feast of Pentecost. Now, here the antitype when we have in Acts, the second chapter, that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, not a second early, not a second late, right on time, uh, there, which was 50 days from Jesus' uh, resurrection, then they were in that upper room for 10 days. Jesus being set alive after his passion for 40 days, then 10 days in the upper room, and then the 50 days were there, Pentecost. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one mind, one accord in the upper room, and suddenly there came a sound of a rushing mighty wind. There will be another suddenly there in the latter rain, but it'll be the last great rain of his strength, which God is preparing his saints, his people, his church for that time now. It is this season now that is upon us. We see evil men and seducers waxing worse and worse. It's not just, are you going with situational ethics? Are you going with the signs of the times of the world, the worldly ways? But the time and season of God that he stated that that is determined will be done. We find ourselves in this last season of God, which has three feasts also in it. The Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. In the the Feast of Trumpets, we find in that Rosh Hashanah, that is the new year, that new thing that God is doing. And we find in that, that's a ministry voice of Jesus, that will be for a time, times abiding for time, three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days in the ministry voice of Jesus carried out in and through the body of Christ. Who will do that? Who will be the instruments that God will use? It is those that have grown from newborn babes to little children. Newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word they may grow thereby, but we don't stay babies. Babies are skillful in the word of righteousness. We see that in Hebrews 5. But then we go to the next step, little children. We see that in 1 John, the second chapter, verse 12 through 14. John is giving us the stages of growth that we must, as a body of Christ, grow up into Jesus and all things and all truth, so that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And there will be plenty winds of doctrine. If we sow to the wind, we'll reap the whirlwind. There's a man soweth, that's what shall he also reap. We have to sow to righteousness, reap in mercy. And to do that, we have to be obedient to the leading of the Holy Ghost, which is grace that reigns through righteousness. The righteousness requires obedience, as you say in Romans 6. Whosoever will yield our members and servants to obey him of the servants to whom we obey, whether of sin or to death, not obeying the leading of the Holy Ghost in the present season of the Feast of Trumpets, the ministry voice of Jesus, or of obedience under righteousness, which is pleasing to our Lord Jesus Christ. 
The choice is ours. The present truth is flowing in the throne room revelation now, which is a higher level of glory, much higher level of glory than the Pentecostal church. We see that there's no amen on the book of Acts. Why? Because it's still in process. Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is how we try the spirits to see whether they are of God. First John 4, verse 1 through 4, Hereby try ye the spirits, whether see they are of God or not, because many false prophets are entered into the world. Any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. That is come is a present imperfect tense. It is still in operation and still happening in the active there in the body of Christ, still receiving the Holy Ghost, Jesus Christ, that he is that spirit. And we are still receiving the spirit of Jesus. That is the tabernacle of David, according to the flesh, still being bent, still being built as in the book of Acts. And it will continue there until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. And then God will return again his face toward national Israel, as we see in Romans 9, Romans 10, and verse and Romans 11. He will then, all Israel will be saved, the spiritual Israel, the church of the living God. And then in one day, through our mercy, the nation Israel will be saved. For as soon as Zion, Zion, Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Now, what is that for us now in the church, in the body of Christ? Well, we're pressing toward the mark, that tab, that overcoming to the end that shall be saved. Pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. As long as we have that mind, uh, pressing toward that mark for perfection, then God says that you are perfect. We don't state it. God does. And Paul states, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if you be any otherwise minded, God will reveal this even unto you. There we have to press toward that mark, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth to those things which are before. That is the proceeding word of God in present truth. Man shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God and trying to apprehend that of which were apprehended of Christ Jesus and the Lord is that spirit in truth. Now we are to grow up into Jesus in all things and all things of faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, but we grow up into him in all things, all truth so that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. So in the Pentecostal realm, there that we've been on for over 2,000 years, since the book of Acts in the second chapter, that we see and have seen through a glass darkly. Knowledge in part, whether it be tongues, they'll cease. We only have this knowledge in part. Then when that which is perfect is come, that is charity. We say that in 1 Corinthians 13. There abideth faith, hope, and charity. The greatest of these is charity. Now, charity is the full-grown state of the church. We have added then to our faith virtue. 
virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, that's the God life, and the godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, the epoch, charity. Now, charity is the bond of perfectness coming unto the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ and to a perfect man. That charity will cover a multitude of sins because if these things, they abide in you and they prevail. It says that you in 2 Peter 1 will make your calling and election sure and no chance of failing. That is the Now, where we are in this present truth, this present time, this third day, in the prophetic day, that third thousand, uh, uh, 3,000th year, and we're ending into that now in 2023, that God is now sealing his saints, the servants of God, in their forehead with the mind of Christ. Why is that so important? Because we have to grow not staying in the Pentecostal realm. We have to go on unto perfection. Now, in the Pentecostal realm, we saw through a glass darkly. Where there would be knowledge, it would cease. Prophecies would fail. But when that which is perfect is come, then all these things, in part, would be done away with. Then we would know, even as were known of our Lord, That is the final step in the growth process, going then from children that know that Jesus is the Father of glory, that he is the Lord Jehovah, God Almighty, to young men. In Revelation, the second and the third chapter, we see the overcomers. These are young men. I write to you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Again, 1 John 2, 12-14. John giving us insight as to the growth stages in the body of Christ, which we must attain to in order to be able to enter the kingdom of heaven in doing the will of our Lord Jesus Christ, hearing, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. But not all that say unto him, Lord, Lord, that are born again, children of God, that have grown from newborn babes to little children, will not all be able to enter in. Jesus states that, Matthew 7, verse 22, verse 23, he states, not all saying to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter the kingdom of heaven, only those that do the will of God. And there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, that is a strong, uh, there warning to the body of Christ that we must go on being not at ease in Zion, but stirred up into the present truth, growing up into Jesus in all truth and all things. There receiving the present proceeding truth of the word of God, the proceeding word. And that's what God has called us this ministry for. Now again, on the 19th of January, 2019, after preaching my side, Tribal Church in Transamerica, Kenya, Africa, the Lord visited me, and over a two-hour visitation, very strong in the Holy Ghost, saying, Seal my people by my word. Even as I send my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Now, this is not for any of our righteousness or any of our holiness, but for his name's sake, because we're just 
pop the rag and shine your shoes. That's our ministry. That's our calling. We have to have done the best that we can to get this word out. Many of you now are listening. The broadcast have triple in downloads in the last few months. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is bearing witness with your spirit, your human spirit, your conscience bearing you witness in the Holy Ghost that this is the truth, not of any denominal theology or any doctrine of divinity or PhD in theology, the leading of the Holy Ghost, not man-made wisdom, teaching man-made doctrine, there where they glow in your flesh, but simply through the leading of the Holy Ghost and the present proceeding word of God. Now that's where we are. Those that now, as in Revelation the second and the third chapter, there have the word of God strong in them. They know the will of God and they do it. And they overcome the wicked one. Now to do that, we have to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be as transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's the mind of Christ. That we may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God is, working out our own salvation with fear and trembling. For it's God that worketh in us both the will and the do of his purpose, his will, his good pleasure. That's where we are now. So those there that hear this word, we are building a Jesus-only training center here in Longview, Texas that we want to invite you to come and fellowship with us as we work together to bring this truth to the nations. Now, we're hearing you in India. We want to come. And, of course, the financial uh, straits there uh, is, is really the whole essence of what we can and can't do because how should the goats have to be sent? We have to be sent of God. We've done the podcast. We've been to... Uh, Africa uh, about 20 times on various mission trips since 2012. But the finances there have been limited since the coronavirus. We hear you. We want to come. But we have now established a Jesus-only training center here in Longview, Texas, for those that would like to come and be established in this as we take a look and build each other up in uh, fellowship through every joint supply, so the edifying of itself in love, in this present truth of the Word of God. There we invite you to come be with us here in Longview, and you can simply email us where we can meet you, and we invite you to come. God is establishing His people there in this present truth, which will seal uh, each individual member of the body of Christ according to the will and purpose that God has called each individual member for. He will fitly frame it together, compact it according to the measure of each part, whichever joint supplies to that defining itself in love, growing up into Jesus in all things and all truth, so that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, that we're walking in the light as he's in the light. We have fellowship one with another. The blood flow, the power of God in the blood named Jesus flowing through each member in the body of Christ there and literally the blood cleansing us from all sin. That is essential that we come together now. To do that, 
We are making that available to any other believers, ministers, their pastors, whatever, that feel the leading of the Holy Ghost to have this there to them or brought to their people, their church, their congregations. There we have this Jesus-only training center focusing on the preceding word of God here in Longview, Texas, and you're invited. Now, there's one more step from the young men. After they've done the will of God, then there is the final step of fathers. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him that's from the beginning. I've written unto you, fathers, because you've known him that's from the beginning. That's the final stage of growth in the glory of Jesus, growing up into him in all things and all truth. And those fathers know him that's from the beginning, which is the word. And they will be used for the work of the ministry as this gospel is preached to all the world for witness in all nations. God is sealing those now that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. That's the mind of Christ that only the apocalyptic sealing of Revelation 7 that will receive this word of God and that will be for the saving of their souls and the sealing of the servants of God in their forehead. Revelation 7. The fathers are the ones that are the living creatures, the living Zoe, the lion man, calf and eagle of Revelation 4 and Revelation 5, which are the redeemed of the Lord. And they sing the song of the redeemed that will proclaim this everlasting gospel to all the world for a witness and all nations. God's doing it now. It is imperative that we move on this and not be at ease in Zion, but pressing toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, we want to give you an open standing invitation to be with us here in Longview, Texas, or we will be glad to come to you and meet you there at your city, state, whatever the case. And we're hearing you in India and Africa. Uh, there is simply a matter of the finances. We're praying daily for you. We'd have so many invitations, we can't not get to them now, simply because of the financial strength that we're in, but our prayers are for you. Here in America, you are invited to come to be with us in Longview, Texas, for this training center for focusing on the sealing of the saints of God. Those of you that feel the leading of the Holy Ghost, the bearing you witness there with your conscience, there, let us know. You can email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. You can also reach us at dennisbeard.org, sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com, or jcic.tv, any of those places. Or the podcast, download our app, Sealing God's People, there for our daily podcast. But to email where we can meet you and we can all grow together with the sealing of the servants of God in their forehead, which God is doing now in his holy name, Jesus. We need to hear from you. Well, we pray for each individual member of the body of Christ that God will perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.